This is the Kitzer of Sikhe Beis in Parshas Vashanon and Chelech Yedalet, page 21. This uh, Sikhe is a Hadron on Sechtenide and a Hadron on the entire Shas. The Rabbi begins with the two mitzvahs that there are in this week's Parsha that are learned from the same Posik, the mitzvah of Kriyashma and the mitzvah of Talmud Teireh. And these two mitzvahs are very related to each other. They're both saying Psukim of Teireh. Yet, there's a big difference. When it comes to the mitzvah of Kriyashma, the mitzvah is designed in such a way that you do it once in the morning and once at night, with brachas in the morning and brachas at night. However, when it comes to the mitzvah of Talmud Teireh, what is the mitzvah? The mitzvah is constant. It's not defined by daytime, by nighttime. You just have to learn Teireh constantly. So the Rebbe's question is that seemingly you would think the opposite should be true. What's the mitzvah of Talmud Teireh? The mitzvah of Talmud Teireh is a person to learn and understand and comprehend what he learns. That's when you learn Teireh Shabbal Peh, you must understand what you're learning, otherwise you don't make a Birchus HaTeireh. So when it comes to a person understanding Teireh, that's something that a person is not always the same. Sometimes you understand more, sometimes you understand less. And you find in the Gemara that there's the learning of the day, where the person's mind is sharper. And you find that Meishra Rabbeinu, the Ebeshet taught him daytime Chumish, Psukim of Teireh, nighttime the Ebeshet taught him Mishnah. There's, so you clearly see that when it comes to learning Teireh, there's a difference between daytime and nighttime. When it comes to Kriyashma, Kriyashma is about proclaiming Hashem's unity, about accepting Hashem's kingdom upon yourself. That's something which is constant. So why is it that when it comes to the mitzvah of Talmud Teireh, which seemingly is connected to differences in time, situations of the person, here we say, no, it's constant. When it comes to Kriyashma, it's the other way around. By Kriyashma, this is a mitzvah, which even though it seems to be something constant, this is a mitzvah where there's differences between day and night. So the Rebbe here makes three points to explain the difference between Talmud Teireh and Kriyashma. But first, the basic point over here is, Kriyashma is about bringing the Eibishter into the Tachtainim. Not only proclaiming the Eibishter as king, but I'm lichtei b'shemayim v'v'aretz and dal druchas ha'olam, the havaya echad, bringing the unity of the Eibishter into the world. Bringing the unity of the Eibishter into the world, so the Rebbe makes over here three points. The first point is that the idea is to bring the Eibishter into the reality of the world. There's a, a reality of yoyim, there's a reality of Laila, and to bring together the yoyim v'layla, to create that yoyim echot, to create that unity, that connection to the Eibishter in the reality of the world. So in the reality of the world, you have the definition of time, you have the division of time, you have day and night. So these are significant in the mitzvah of Kriyashma, where you're bringing the Eibishter into this reality. Whereas Teire, Teire is very different. Teire is removed from the reality of the world. From the perspective of Teireh, the world is non-existent. So everything in the world is just a detail in, in Teireh. There's nothing of the reality of the world that's defined and exists in the world of Teireh. Teireh deals with everything in the world, but it doesn't get defined by the nature and the existence of the world. Teireh is not makabal tumah. Teireh is removed from the world. So therefore, Teireh and the mitzvah of learning Teireh is not defined by the time periods of day and night. That's not what the union of Teireh is all about. Teireh remains removed from the world. That's the first point. The second point that Rebbe says is, over here, when it comes to Kriyashma, the point is that the person is the one that's introducing Bittl in the world. He is the one that's creating and bringing the kingdom of the Eibishter into the lowest element of the world. Therefore, by a person naturally, there's all kinds of levels. The level of Bittl, the level that the person is on, and the level of kingdom of the Eibishter that he's introducing in the world is not always the same. A person has to constantly be growing. Mechayel al-chayel. So therefore, in the Aveda of Kriyashma, where it's all about the person introducing the Eibishter into the world, so here there's Yaim and there's Laila. Every time a person is in a place of Yaim, where he reaches a certain revelation, so then 
following that, he has to realize that this is really only Lila, because he can get to a higher place. And when a person is a place of Lila, he goes yet to another Yom. A person has to constantly be growing. So therefore, since this is a kind of Aveda, which is the person introducing it, the person is bringing the Ebesh's Maluch into the world, see here, you have these changes of Yom Lila, which is not the case when it comes to Teireh. Teireh is a kind of Aveda where a person remains above the world. And over here in Teireh, it's not your accomplishment. It's not you bringing the kingdom of the Abish into the world. Teireh is above all of that. Teireh is the Abish's Chachma that's coming from above to below. So therefore in Teireh, these changes that comes when a person is doing his Aveda to introduce the Abish there is not relevant. Therefore Teireh is a constant mitzvah. The third point that Rebbe makes is, that since Krishna is the person's Aveda, so naturally, as we said, you have changes in a person's Aveda. There's daytime and there's nighttime. So when you have nighttime, a person gets discouraged. A person goes through challenges and difficulties. In a dark time, a person gets discouraged. So therefore, we tell a person it's not enough to read Krishna in the morning when you feel and experience revelation, but you also have to read Krishna in a time of darkness, in a time of hardship. And even then, you have to proclaim and bring the unity of the Ebeshta, Avaya Echad, and not to get the spell from any of these hardships. So now here the Rebbe says, from where does a Yid take this Kayach to be able to continue and not get a spall from any of these changes and even during the darkest time to proclaim the Abish's unity? You get that from Teireh. Because Teireh remains above and because the whole Aveda of Teireh is, is removed from the world where there are no changes possible. From there, a Yid takes the Kayach that even when he enters into a place where there are changes, where there is the reality of the world, and there are the ups and downs in a person's life, he takes the Kayach from the Teireh to be able to remain dedicated in every single situation. So the Rebbe now tells us that we can beautifully see over here how this is con- the connection between the beginning of Shas and the end of Shas. In the beginning, it starts with the mitzvah of Kriyash Mashal Arvis, which is the point of proclaiming Hashem's unity in a time of darkness, in a time of difficulty. The very last thing in Shas is Ashayna Alochis Pachol Yain, to learn Alochis every single day, and specifically Halochis of Teireh. When a person learns Teireh every single day, he's tapping into the energy of Teireh, which is above any changes, and specifically the Halochis of Teireh, which is the Psak Din, which there's no arguments about. That is the source of the Kayach for him to be able to read Kriyashma even during the night, to bring the unity of the Evishter and not to get in the spall of the changes that he might be experiencing in the time of darkness. Now, the Rebbe introduces over here the sugya that's right before the very last thing in Shas, where it discusses the halacha of Dam Nida and Dam Ziva. Dam Nida is the regular cycle of a woman that she sees blood in a seven-day period. Dam Ziva is outside her regular cycle. It's an 11-day period where there's Dam Ziva. And the difference is Dam Nida, she doesn't have to wait seven days to be pure to go to the mikveh. Dam Ziva, if she sees blood for three days, then she has to wait seven clean days to go to the mikveh. The reason for this difference that Rebbe explains is Dam Nida and Dam Ziva both represent the bad energy that, there's in, that there is in the world as a result of Chet Eitz But there's a difference. Dam Nida is the usual and regular nature of bad energy that there is in the world through Chet Eitz which exists in the life of a Benini, which has not eradicated evil fully from his life. And that's the normal cycle of blood that there is in a woman. And she rejects it, but then it comes back a month later because this is the ongoing cycle in the fight and in the Aveda of the Benini. And for that, it's required for her to go to the mikveh, to be toivel, which is bittel, and she can go to the mikveh without waiting seven days. Dam Ziva represents a cycle 
which is actually outside of the cycle of a woman when she sees blood more than usual, which means that there's an extra intense energy of evil that's in her, and therefore it comes out even not in the regular cycle. And therefore, the Gemara there suggests that Dam Ziva should be something that's only relevant, that only makes her tummy in this status of a Ziva, only if she sees this blood daytime and not nighttime. What's the difference? So based on what we said before, the way we understand what day and night is, is the way it relates to Dam Ziva, the reason why we're suggesting that the Dam Ziva should only be something that makes her tummy on this level of Ziva nighttime, is a daytime that is, and not nighttime, is because if in a time of daytime, when there's so much revelation in the world, and she still is experiencing this extra flow of blood, that shows that the forces of evil in her are very powerful. And there she needs an extra waiting period of seven days to do a tshuva and to go to the mikveh then. That's only if she sees blood during the day. But if she sees blood during the night, when there's a darkness in the world, it's a time of challenges, it's a time of difficulty, and therefore she's having an unusual period, an unusual time. So that, you could say, is not her fault. She's, it's a difficult time period. So then she shouldn't have this extra status of ziva that she should have to have an extra tshuva. There's a darkness in the world. So if you hear what the, what, the, what the conclusion of the Gemara is, what the Gemara is telling us is, no, that's not true. The Dam Ziva applies even if she sees blood in the nighttime. Why? Because a Yid, in essence, is above the world. A Yid has the Kayach to elevate themselves above the world. How? Because of the Teireh, because of the Kayach of Teireh that a Yid has, which is the connection to the next point that the Gemara brings, Hashayna Allah is b'chol yayim, a Yid learns Teireh and a Yid is connected to Teireh, and therefore in essence a Yid is above Teireh. So therefore, the, the, the Dam Ziva is a halacha that applies both daytime and nighttime. There's no difference between day and night, because by a Yid, whether it's daytime, whether it's nighttime, you have the Kayach to rise above this. And if she didn't, and if she sees this extra blood, then the halacha of Dam Ziva will apply that she'll have to do an extra tshuva. So this is the conclusion of the entire Shas, telling a Yid that you learn Teirah every day. And this is a constant mitzvah, and therefore nothing can pull you down. Whatever changes you go through, whatever ups and downs you go through, you can always be above it. You can always stay above it through the Kayach of Teirah. And this is the encouragement that the Gemara is giving you when you finish the entire Shas, that when you learn Teirah, you learn Teirah constantly in this kind of way, so then Aliches Eilam Loi, the Eivishter gives you the ability to rise above all challenges and you'll be zeichet to Elam Habah.